explain why we don't need to focus on Olam Abba so much, or more importantly, to be protected from Gehinnom, or protected from the Oynesh of the Asad because uh, if we know Hashem looks after us here, Sankal Vachayma is going to look after us in a spiritual sense. And what we said also is more importantly than that, we don't, we, even so, we don't request that Hashem should save us from Gehinnom or from the Mazikim or whatever other spiritual uh, dangers or punishments there might be because we don't expect to go there. On the contrary, as Hashem, we intend to be Tzadikim, and as Tzadikim, we don't want to experience these things, we don't need to get saved from them. Okay, that's the first part of the answer of the Kazari, why the Tefillah doesn't focus on uh, spiritual things, Olam Abba, Olam Hanashamas. And now it comes to the second part. We're still holding in the middle of Oiz Shaka Aleph. Question. Yeah. Kazari says, For a person is not prepared to accept what Chazal said, and therefore they're going to, they're going to just look at the simple reading of the Psukim and the Tfilis, and they're not going to see a clear reference to Tfilis or to requests regarding the afterlife, regarding the spiritual world. But if you take what Chazal say, but if you prepare to accept how Chazal, what Chazal teaches us, then you're going to find many references in the Tfilis And therefore he says, if you're going to just uh, look at it on surface, so to speak, level, at face value, then you're right, we don't mention the words Gehinnom, Ganeidon, Olam, Abba, so much in Atfilis. But if you're going to look at how Chazal explain what we're saying, then you're going to see that there are many, many references to Olam, Abba. I mean, just for example, Yem Shekure Tov, Yem Shekure Aruch are references in the Lashon Chazal to the world, which is, to something which is a level of, which is Kure Tov. doesn't exist in this world. A level which is Kure Aruch, it doesn't have a limit to how long it's going to be. There also is some which doesn't exist in this world. So we do find references to Ramabah. And besides we have a very clear description of these things. It's not like the Torah avoids them. It's, uh, if you look in the words of Chazal, so Chazal in Shukayach elaborates in great detail to explain Ganeidin, Gehinnim, there's levels of Ganeidin, the levels of Gehinnim, it's all very clear. And now he's going back eventually to answer the question that he began with. And that was, the Chassid who finds himself in this world, in the time of the Goddess, and the time of difficulties as he related to them. So he says, the I've already told you, how the Chassid is going to deal with the difficulties, the challenges that he has in this world. And the fact that we don't see the Hashkafa clearly in this world. And nevertheless, he'll still be a Chassid and still have a Muna. And still do what Akash Prophet wants him to do and Ryan Hashem to protect him. If that's the case, and if that's the case, if someone can maintain the level of Tzidkos here in the world, which is a world of great distance from Ruchnius, so how do you think they're going to act in a time of Hatzlach, of success in Ruchnius? In a place of where the Shekhinah is present, it means the Besamekdash, of a surrounded by people on a much higher level, Shashashashim of Rabbi Yitzhak Yaakov that are all from the children of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. That's the, the highest level of people, of society that they could be. And uh, he's going to give examples of what an ideal Jewish society would look like. It's very interesting, the examples he chooses. That what, in other words, if a person can be a chassid, a tzaddik, and relate to Hashem in a world 
parshas we're in now. So he says, how do you think people are going to be on a level where they're in a world which is on a much higher level? So first, first he speaks about the fact that it's a place or a time period where the Shekhinah will be revealed. And then it will be among people who also And one of the examples he gives for a society which is based on, on the Torah values and Klai Yisrael's uh, best. Number one, It's a society which is based on Tznius, both for men and for women. Number two, honesty. There's nothing corrupt, there's nothing uh, improper, there's nothing dishonest about what they say. And therefore, the Chosid who lives in such a surrounding will become more pure. He's not going to have his soul dirty and sullied by words of Nevada, by, so to speak, low speech, which he hears around him because he doesn't hear that. He's in a society where everyone speaks in a refined manner. Number two, he's not going to get uh, affected by a level of Tumah. Because the end it is God of any kind of Tumah, Tumah Zivas, Vanilas, Shotsim, Amazing, Vitaras, which the level of Tyra is only possible in the Mesa Mekdash. Since then we won't make. Whatever level of Tumah it is, but we can't divest ourselves from Tumah, we're going to be living in Tumah. Then we can separate ourselves, give away to ourselves, whether it's the Paraduma or the other Makarbanas or the Chosakipur, whatever it's going to be, we have a way to become Tarragon. And if that's the case, we don't have the influence of how people speak or dress around us, which will interfere with our Kedusha. We are able to matire ourselves. We can get to the level of Tyra. As he says, Bavurcha Yudvaykin Bektusha Vatara. It was a lack when people were connected to Kedusha and Tyra. Vakoshikin, Misha Yashaykin Beira Shrina, that's the flat to Christ as a whole. Kalvachim, a person who lives in the city of the Shrina, which means Yushalayim, Reinenu Pegeakim Ketais Al Madregas Akadusha. The only people who come into contact with in Yushalayim were other groups of people also on various levels of Kedusha. It was a society which which uh, everybody was working to become greater. And that's, the, the, that's the, what a person meets. That's the only people through which one comes into contact. All the various levels of, uh, so to speak, of people in Klai Israel. So then he's going to get influence the Torah from that. The other thing is the experience of, if you first live in Shalayim, of seeing what the Lilirega looks like. When you have the throngs of people coming to celebrate three times a year, and then someone is living in Shalayim, every day he wakes up to the Shir of the Levine. That's, uh, that's the music in his ears. Everywhere he, saw, he looks, he sees people being with Asik and doing a word Hashem. Whether it was a Kalim in the Mesa Mikdash, whether it was people preparing their Korbanas, it was a city based on a word Hashem. And therefore, and then he's a step even more elevated than that because then he's in the best nation itself. And then it's the food he eats is also consecrated, whether it's a kabbalah, the trauma of the mice, or whatever it might be. Someone who lives in the best Hashem from his youngest years, Akshmul, who began his career in the best in the Mishkan when he was only two years old. He doesn't have to look to find Parnassim. The Karim and the Vim, like we say so many times in the Torah, Hashem provides for them. Whether it's the Truma and the Maisa, and therefore they don't have to spend their time with Parnasa. He's free to 
devoted himself to Avodah Hashem his entire life. So now, after this description, which we're going to go through slowly now and see where it all fits together, but the Kazari comes to the question. He says to the king, A person like that, in that setup, in that surrounding, in such an atmosphere, how do you think he's going to be acting? Or, or the level he's going to be at? Of course, he's in a, a, a perfect place, which is the most conducive to a very roughness. He's in a setting which is, that's all that he's, he's able to focus on. That's all that he does focus on. So of course he's going to grow much more. Now, so the Chacham is trying to describe to us what life will look like, um, or will, will look like, let's say, in the time when of the Mashiach, in the time when of, after the good, when there won't be the negative influences around us, and on the contrary, everybody around us will also be involved in, to whatever level they're capable of Avedis Sasha. And if the person is living in Yishalayim, so then the whole Yishalayim revolves around Avedis Sasha. If you think about it, the, the, what we find about the base of English, the Yishnayis Mesech is it was something which the whole Yishalayim would hear, would know what was going on the whole time. They used to open the, the Delta Sazara in the morning, start the Avoida. It was loud enough that people could hear as far as Yerichai. Which means, the entire, every Yishalayim was woken up by that. Something you can hear 10 miles away in Yerichai was very loud. And it was Badafka like that. Everyone woke up to the sounds of the, of the opening of the door of the Azar. When they wanted to bring the carbon tomb, they threw them a grateful, which was a big metal, uh, so to speak, cauldron, off the Mizbech. It fell from 10 arms and hit the ground. You could hear it in Yerichai too. It was a tremendous, like a, like a uh, cannon shot. We bring in the Tomit. Everybody knew that. The call of the, the, the smell of the Katarist, they could smell to Yerichai too. The sound of the Shir. Living in Shalayim meant living with the Beis Amikdash. It was something which was always in the person's reality. It was the, the set the stage of the day. That's when the day began. That's when people could see what time of the day they were holding by. That, uh, that, 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 that was the lifestyle which, which what, when people in Shalayim, what they lived with, what, they, what was, uh, so to speak, the constant presence in what they were doing. And that's why Yishalayim became a city of Avodah Because since life revolves around the Vedas Hashem, life revolves around the Vedas Amikdash, so we made that became the focus, that became the center point. Especially, so for another reason also, he talks of the Karim and the Levim, that they didn't have to spend their time doing anything else. What the Torah sets up for them is that they were free to focus the whole time on the Vedas Hashem. And if you think about it, it's not that they were just given like a, like a, you know, a mere stipend to live on, like the very minimum. I said this before. If you think about it, on the contrary, the Levim per capita had more money than anyone else in Kaisra. Think about it. You have 11 Shvatim giving 10% of their assets, which means Shevet Levi is getting more than 100% of, of, the, of, the, of than any other Shevet got. Assuming all the Shevet, let's say, got more or less the same. Each was giving 10% to the Levine. Why does the Rav say 11 and not 12? Why did the Rav say 11 and not 12? Ephraim and Menashe. Okay, uh, if you're going to talk about Ephraim and Menashe as being separate, then let's put them together. If you're going to talk about them being separate, so you're talking about a, a tenth yeah, of 12. 12 different Chalakim. So the Levi, and there were fewer Levine than any other Shevet. So the Levi, by number, is getting more better money than anyone else had. And the other, that's in order to spend his time being Isaac and Abel and So it wasn't that he was suffering for that. He had the kilo. He was given a very good income. 10% of the Kaisal had for less than 10% of the population of Kaisal. For less than 12, a twelfth of the population of Kaisal. And then enabled them to spend the time learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. That's the first point. To an extent, this was true for the whole of Yerushalayim. Why? 
Because as we know, there was a second deed. And that was Ma'as Shani. And Ma'as Shani made everyone have to bring a second tenth of their income to Yerushalayim. Now, even though it's true, people would eat it themselves there. But there would be always, like the Mishnah says, there would be always more than they had. They couldn't get rid of it. So what do they used to do? They used to give the people of Yerushalayim. So Yerushalayim became pretty much that uh, for, the, for the rest of Kla Yisrael. They needed a place to stay in Yerushalayim. So they used to stay with people who lived in Yerushalayim. And then they would give them the extra Ma'as Shani. So everyone in Yerushalayim had a steady income of the rest of Kla Yisrael who was coming because they needed to come to Yerushalayim three times a year. I need a place to stay in Yishnah. So all the municipal needs were paid for by the Shariah Lishnah? Like you know, the, the, the property market for places in Sukkot in Yishnah then was even more than today. Like it, uh, the whole Kaisal needs to come. So someone living in Yishnah was guaranteed an income. And the same thing. Why? Because someone living in Yishnah could focus on the Vedas Hashem. The, the society, the set up in Yishnah was something which was, so to speak, Created to to, uh, to develop an environment where people could focus on Avodas Hashem. People could focus on Avodas Hashem, and all the examples he gives, but at them we find in the in the description what Yisraelim was. Mi yale b'har Hashem, mi yakom kankoyche. Who's the one who's zayichet to yale b'har Hashem? He talks about this. Hashem loves the shalat lachshiv and nishma lemirma. He doesn't speak wrong. He doesn't lie. That's what he said. I have to go uh, that uh, the, 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 to be worthy of living in Yerushalayim or living on that level, it needed a person to be Mizdachi, to be on the level of Kedusha, to be on the level of Tara. So, what's the, what's the Kuzari trying to explain to us? Let's think, what's the Chavim trying to say? It wasn't the question that the king asked him. The king asked him about Rabba. And he just answers him about what Yerushalayim must have been like at the time uh, when Resurrection was built. Yishalayim will be like when the Bessim is rebuilt. How does it answer the question? He's asking about Abba and he answers him about Yishalayim. And it's the same point we started talking about in the previous thing I'm going to mention again. It's a big issue. And that is, Olam Abba isn't something different to that. It's not like Olam Abba is something which we can't, which is uh, a different experience altogether from what a person can experience here. A person can experience what Olam Abba means here too. If you, if you imagine that setting, that a person has everything they need and they're given an opportunity just to, to spend the time developing the level of roughness, to be involved in the Vedas Hashem, to be completely dedicated to Torah, and a person feels the the connection to that, so then in miniature that's Adam Abba. Yes, obviously Adam Abba is to a higher degree, but it's not something conceptually completely different. It's the same idea on a higher level. And therefore, do we talk about Olam Abba? Do we talk about wanting that? We, we can experience it here too. It's not something a person can't connect to, even in this world. And we find this in the Gemara and Yoma that says, When the Chacham used to part company, they used to leave the yeshiva, whatever it was, so the bracha they gave each other was, You should see Olam you should see Olam Abba in your lifetime. It doesn't mean that you should pay you back your mitzvahs here. No, a person should get the, be given the Ziyad Dishmaya that he can already feel Olam Abba here. Because if a person has the perfect Tehid, which is able to enter and do mitzvahs and grow, and nothing interferes with him, and there's no one even to disturb him with foul language or anything else which would uh, interfere with the person's connection to that, so then what more does a person want? Or what more does Olam Abba have to offer more, besides for more of the same on a higher level? 
and is a little bit what yeshiva was meant to be like? Originally. This is at the this is before Yeshivas. That's what the Dara Midbar was meant to be like. The Dara Midbar was creating that science in the, in the Midbar too. Why did Klaishma have to build that? It never to take care of anything. Because they were protected by the clouds. They were given the mud. They had the bear. They were no longer attack them. And they had nothing to do. So what did they do? And again, they had the they had the, the Mishkan in the center of the camp. There also. Everything ran around the Mishkan. That was the center of the focal point of Kaisal's communal life. That was a, so it was the society which revolved around Torah. It was a society which centered around the Avodah Hashem. And we made it. Each person could develop as much as they were able to in, in their level. And uh, it's true, it's still in the physical world. But it already gives us a connection to what Olimab was meant to be. Okay, so that's the uh, so that's, uh, Yisrael Kazai. And he says, therefore, if a chosid, if a tzaddik, even in a world of like in Goddess, can still maintain a connection to that. He said, through the mitzvahs that we do and through the Shabbos that we keep, which makes us feel like Mulachim. He said this a few weeks ago when he spoke about these things. And through the fact that we can still dive into Hashem even in Goddess. And therefore a person can still connect somewhat to to Ruchnius, even in the environment of Goddess. So then of course, in the in a setting which is perfectly developed for that, of course the person is going to connect much more. Which is one of the points of Yemaisa Mashiach. One of the points of Yemaisa Mashiach. And that is to provide the perfect setting in this world for all the Yidin who weren't Zeichot to All the Yidin who weren't Zeichot to Because it's true, collectively, Klai Yisrael haven't deserved to see the building of the Beis HaMikdash, not for the past 2,000 years. That might be Klai Yisrael as a whole. There were many, many, many Tzadikim who definitely did deserve to have the opportunity to live in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. They weren't Zeichot because their daughter wasn't Zeichot. But the Masses individuals, they definitely should have been. So they could come with a time to Hashem. And that is, we weren't given an opportunity. We, 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 what we did, what we could do, we did. We, what we, what I, more than that, we tried. We weren't given an opportunity to do more than that. We never, we, we, we never had the opportunity to bring carbonates. We had the opportunity to live the life that the, the Chacham said describing of what, what the Ruchnistic life of Yishalayim was meant to be. We can also say that. Even if we're in Yishalayim, on the whole, Baruch Hashem, we can devote ourselves to Torah. But we also don't have Kedusha. We also don't have the tire, we also don't have the ability that they had. Kalvachim, a hundred times. Jews were living in persecution. Jews were living in the times of, you know, when, when there was a Haray Naf against Kaishra. For sure they didn't have the opportunity. And therefore the Ramchal explains, the point of Yemois Mashiach is for all those reasons to give them the chance, so to speak, to, for, to experience, uh, to live in the sense that they, they are able to experience that. Which is why the Ramchal explains, that there's going to be a Tchir Samesim in the time of Mashiach. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. Like the Gemara says, only for those who were Mis'abal al Yerushalayim. Kara Mis'abal al Yerushalayim, Zaykhav al Rebus Mkhasa. Being Mis'abal al Yerushalayim doesn't mean missing the city. It means missing what Yerushalayim could offer. And a person who feels the lack of this opportunity to live the way that the Chacham was describing, that's what's called being Mis'abal al Yerushalayim. Which means that they're missing what Yerushalayim had. They're missing what Yerushalayim was, the potential that they, what people could achieve, or the life they could have led when there was Yerushalayim. And if a person is misable on that, so then there's a ability for that they'll be given the chance to experience it again. That's one of the reasons that Rambam says that we're going to have Yemais Mashiach. 
that for all the tzaddikim throughout the Deiris, who each one in their door, who 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 was right for that opportunity and waited for it, they never received it because their dar wasn't right. They'll be brought back to experience it then. And there's one more point I want to to discuss here because I think it's important, especially if you're coming up to Ben Sorry, not for now, but in the calendar, Ben Sorry would would come in a few weeks' time. And that is, there's a difference. Being with Abel and Shalayim doesn't mean focusing on the Chorban. Maybe on Tisha B'Av is a point of focusing on Chorban. Being with Abel and Shalayim means focusing on what your Shalayim was before we lost it. With Abel and Shalayim means missing the greatness of your Shalayim, missing the glory of your Shalayim, missing the opportunity that your Shalayim presented. With Abel and Shalayim doesn't mean we think about the destruction and the, and the message going up in flames. The Avelis of the Khurban is maybe for Tishabah. The Dira being with Abel and is the whole year long. And that is in the Allah Yishlam al Khasi. Which means each time I'm happy, I think but had I had Yishlam I would have been even happier. Had we been had this taken place in Shalam would have been so much better. It's remembering the greatness, not remembering the tragedy. And therefore it's not so, it's not something which brings a person to a state of depression, they're always remembering Khurban. And uh, it brings a person to a sense of longing for something which of greatness which we once had and we don't have. And it's an important point. I mean just for example. There's, there is, a, there are, I should say, a lot of people who, by them, a major tenant of being Jews is remembering the Holocaust. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a major, major tragedy for Klai Yisrael. It definitely was. But a person isn't meant to live the whole time remembering, like living in tragedy. It was tragic. It was a, a, a punishment from Akadosh Baruch and an unimaginable scope of the, what happened to the Jewish people as a whole. But that doesn't mean that you're meant to be focusing the whole year long on remembering tragedy. And they will bring around, well, you see, you're meant to remember the Yishalayim the whole time. We're not meant to remember the Khurban the whole time. You're meant to remember Yishalayim the whole time. And Yishalayim in the sense of, Remembering Yishalayim is remembering the greatness of Yishalayim. Remembering the glory of Yishalayim. Remember what we're missing without Yishalayim. That's what we're feeling. Not thinking about the best minute burning. That's what Teshuvah. And that's what the, the kinder say. There's a kinder we have written after the first crusade, which also was a major blow for Kaiser. And uh, the, the, the Python who writes the kinder, the plenimus of Shapira, Ashpira, from, who was a witness to it, he writes that even though the, the first crusade didn't happen in Tisha it happened in Sivan and here, it happened in the weeks of the Syria. He says, but Lemaise, the reason he's writing his kinder for Tisha is because we don't add days of, of Hurban to the calendar. So if Tisha is a day to remember Korban, so you're going to remember the other Korbanas then as well. It's, a, it's become a time for, to remember Korban. So yes, we will remember other Korbanas happen to Klai Yisrael too. But there's a specific time for that. We don't have to live Tisha the whole year. We don't have to live Korban the whole year. The idea of Yishalayim isn't Korban. You're not meant to be thinking the whole time Korban. You're meant to be remembering what we lost, what, we do, what Yishalayim was, which we don't have. No, I'm saying we don't look thinking about it as the destruction itself. We're thinking about Yishalayim destroys But then it brings a sense of longing for it. It's not a sense of, of feeling the, 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 the punishment of the destruction. It's the lack, right. And the lack brings us back to a sense of nostalgia that we want to go back there again. Those are stories of Sadiqim crying. Tukhatayz is broken into two parts. It was called Tikkun Daya and Tikkun Rachel. Tikkun Rachel is about the Tarashman, which means that there's a certain tzar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has that we're in God. 
that's uh, if a person can relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu's tzarik, that's at a much higher level. That's Rachel. Second Rachel is the Rachel is is his name for the Shchina, and it means the Shchina in God is feels tzarik. And it's a Gemara. The Gemara says that a basket guy that's his Eile the Melech, that his children were exiled from his table. Eile the Bayim Shachalim Rashi Chanavia. So the Zohar tells us that specifically Chatzos, there's that cry from Shemayim, and a person who's attuned, he feels for the Shchina. That's the first part. Second Rachel is to identify the tzar that Hashem has, or the tzar that the Shechina has, that we're in God. And then once again, it's not talking about the event of the Churban. It's talking about the result of the Churban. We're not reliving the, 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 the smoke and the ashes and the, the day of the destruction. That's only on Tishabah? That's not on Tishabah. That could be a different hagam on that. But at least that's, a, that's, not a, that's in the days of the year when you say Tachna. That's it. But that's again, that's, that's focusing on the side that Shechina has because we're, not, because we're in Goddess. Then the second part of Tekken Chatzaz was called Tekken Leia. Tekken Leia. The first was Tekken Rachel, the second was called Tekken Leia. Tekken Leia is back to the series of Mizmarim asking Akadosh Baruch to bring us back again. That's when we talk about the, the longing that the person has to, to be returned, to come back to, to come back to Yishraim, to come back to that, 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 uh, that lifestyle, that, that level. And that's and that's the Kolmasal Shem Zerim Rav. Zerim Rav is that? Yeah. Right. So so. I mean, this is a this is a pretty. Uh, Once again, uh, the way Rabbi Yehuda constructs the sefer is when there's a point of importance, which the Chacham explained. So then the Kozari, the king, accepts it. It's like he, he plays the other side of the argument. Says you talk right. I hear the point very well. That's the king's answer. So Amar Kozari, Zeris Madragus Atachis. There's no higher level than that. This is the highest level there can be. To talk about something above that would be something not physical, something like a malach. As far as physical levels go, that's the highest level that can be. And therefore, and therefore it makes sense that the Tariq, the Chosid, is longing for to return that level of the Vua as he was able to receive the time of the Messiah. How much more so they're able to Receive to, to connect to the Shekhinah, which will come back as well. And that's the point he wanted to get to, and that is Avoyed Hashem like that doesn't need the Nazir, which means doesn't need people to act like monks, act as ascetics, separate themselves from the world and society. That's a, this is a much higher level. And that's exactly the point which, from the beginning of this discussion, the Khazari's the king, the Chassid, has been trying to explain to the king. And that is Level, the greatness, titkus, spirituality, isn't uh, precious. Isn't uh, the self-denial or separation from the physical world. Titkus, or, or whatever you want to call it, greatness, spirituality is connection to Hashem. A person who can live with that re- reality of what there was in front of Hashem, connection to Hashem, or a person who can live with the feeling of that's what's meant to be, but that's what's meant to be, is living on a much higher level than the person who denies himself of wine and anything else and sits on the floor. It doesn't begin to complain. And I want to share with you when we'll finish this discussion, because really the next point that we'll see to mind, because I was going into a different discussion, but with one beautiful Nara. And it says that a person who is Mis'abla Yishalayim, so the Gemara says, Kalam Salam Yishalayim, Zayche Veroi Vatsikhasa. And the Mephashim asked the question, it should be in the future tense. He will. Why is it in the present tense? Why is it Zaychet? Now, 
And the answer is, because the person who feels like this is the etzim there. To some extent, a person who's living the, what he doesn't have, but that's what he's living. And a person who focuses the whole time of, if only right now I'll be able to feel the shkin, if only right now I'll be able to hear the avodah, if only right now I'll be able to connect to the koinim, or to the avodah's best amigdash, or to live that life, the etzim is living it. Not in reality, but in his mind. And therefore he's already zaychavirayim. He's already connected to Yerushalayim. The, the Mis'abal Yerushalayim, which the person is always focusing on the Yerushalayim he wants to be in, the, the situation he wants to be in, so in his mind he's there. That's where his focus is, that's where his thoughts are, that's what his, that's what the, his life revolves around. And no one said this better than Abir Alev himself. And one of his most famous creators, uh, besides of being an author of the Khazar, he has the Kaisrol's best part. But one of his most famous creators, Abir Alev, writes, he says, Ani b'seif, seif mayro, b'libi b'mizrach. I'm five in the west, he was in Spain, but my heart is in Yishalayim. And the, the whole period is, I'm here, my heart's there. I'm here, I'm experiencing there. And that's in Zaykh of That if a person lives this feeling of being in, of what he doesn't have in the Chorban, he's the atom living the, he's living the experience. Not because it's the reality, but because in the Tzipiyah, that's another line of your lady says, that he's living in Yishalayim with Tzipiyah. He's living in Shalayim in his expectation, in his dream, in his uh, in his wish. That's where he's holding. Remember, that's where he's anchored. That makes him the chassid. Yeah. Aside from the share, that just the Eastern aspect is only for ten. Because you don't have it today, you don't have it today. Going to the mikveh every day, I'll feel as Ezra. It's not even a me'ain because the man says, as long as we don't have the faradoma. Well, to my mason. So we don't have a connection to Tyre. Well, at least we'll have, at least we'll, something. we'll have that. Something. Yeah, but uh, when there was Tyre, so when there was, was Tyre, then the person could reach much more. One of the barriers which prevented us from was the fact that we were Tyre. If you're a mason every day, you're not going to be 